Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Stop, collaborate, and stop listening to this podcast if you don't like swearing. Okay, bye. Fuck off and die, I hope you have a shitty life. Fuck off and die, I hope that you can drag me back. Fuck off and die, I hope you have really bad sex. Fuck off and die, I hope you never pay your head. Fuck off and 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 die. Here we are, live in the studio. We are back together again. Oh my god, you have no I idea. I survived the flu. I'm so glad you survived. I got a COVID test. Were you positive? No, I don't have COVID. I didn't have COVID. It was just the flu. And they stuck like a, a, a stick up your nose? They stuck a stick up my nose. All of those people that are saying how terribly uncomfortable it is, I, <laughs> I would question your life experiences that you've made it this far without having any worse experiences than that. Because... It is so much easier than a blood test or a pap test. So Yeah, you've never had a uh, speculum stuck up your vagina. Yeah. And they're like, is that That's o- discomfort. Is that, o- is that okay? It's like, no, it's not okay. I'm just disassociating from my body right now. Would but- it kill you to warm it up first? <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe that will germ it up, though. What, running it under warm water? I don't know. I don't know much about germs and science. I guess it's also well, that. I'm sure there's a way. I just don't think they're trying hard enough. I agree. They're not trying hard enough. And speaking of medical issues, I did a little PSA on the Instagram yesterday. Did you? Uh, So the announcement I made was about the therapy sessions. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. That was really helpful. I think it's really great that you gave that extra information. Do you want to reiterate it now in case people missed it? That's exactly what I was doing. So thank you for, like, being on my wavelength. I mean, that's how conversations work. (laughs) I've just been so used to being on my own, Jade. You have no idea what it's like. You want me to just sit back and you can take it from here? <laughs> no, no. It was horrible being here without you. It was so unfun. So the thing that I said yesterday was that they have extended the subsidized therapy sessions to 20 per year. It used oh, to be 10. That's great. Uh, it's not under the mental health care plan. It's under something else. But all you need to do is go to your GP, say, I want my uh, sessions extended and um, yeah, they should extend it for you. Great. 
So it's meant to be for people affected by wave two of COVID-19. But given I was eligible and we live in Perth and I don't feel affected Um, by COVID-19. Or you could just go to your doctor and say, you know, with the additional pressure of COVID-19, I'm now struggling with all this other stuff in my life. Yes. And I think that's that's correct. So, um, yeah. Because I think it is actually impacting us all on a subconscious level, even if we're not directly impacted or even if we're not aware of the impact. Living in a time of global kind of perceived apocalypse, yeah. um, pandemic, it is really stressful and it is running in the background of everything else we're doing, even though in our little bubble of Perth, we're yeah, living true. our best lives. Yeah, my anxiety has been through the roof Same. since March. It's yeah. like it just peaked and it never went down. Yeah. Even though I have seen and experienced that, you know, our lives are pretty much what they were, except we're not getting visitors from over east or internationally. Yeah, I think it's very hard for people that can't travel to see family. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we are in this little bubble of bliss, essentially. Anxious bliss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, the anxiety is still there. Like, yeah. just because it's not right at your door doesn't mean you're not aware of it and aware of the potential and aware of how it's affecting other people. Um, but I do highly recommend that if you do want to get some cheap therapy that you go in and go to your GP, do that. Yeah. And that's until March, end of March, 2021. Great. Yeah. So I had a therapy session yesterday and it cost $20. That's incredible. It's insane. And I was like to my therapist, you're worth every cent. (laughs) Every cent of $20. (laughs) 20 bucks. So this is my section where I give you like a really handy, amazing, life-changing tip to help you through your heartbreak. Sarah's life hacks. Yeah. my Previously life... known as pages from the book. Let's just say I've been through a lot of heartbreak <laughs> and I love creating strategies for myself to get through stuff. It's very generous of you to share them with the rest of us. Well, I also just love talking about myself. Hmm. So it's a win-win Uh, So if you are going through heartbreak right now, we are giving you the biggest fucking virtual hug uh, through the airwaves because it is a very, very shitty, shitty time. And today, what I want to talk about is finding yourself a gang. Okay. So we have, Jade and I, we have a girl gang. I'm ungendering that and calling it a gang. Yeah. I'm not talking like um, people that- You could also call it a squad. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, you if, can if you're if you're kind of feeling a little bit less urban. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not telling you to go out with and like shank people in alleyways. But you could get matching jackets. But if shanking people in alleyways makes you feel good and helps you get through your heartbreak, just do whatever you have to do. Uh, just do it smart. Obviously, know? don't do that. Sarah's sarcasm <laughs> is very hard to read over um, a recording. Um, but you can have a matching jacket. You could um, all like make, knit yourself some matching scarves. Um, what? You could get some pins. This sounds like a very. Little... You've got to merch your squad. Oh, okay. Are you branding the squad? I'm okay. Branding the squad, also, yeah. I love how you've just edited that I've called it a gang and now yeah, you're calling it a squad. Sure, whatever. Call it a gang. Whatever, you whatever like. synonym you want to use for gang, squad, team, a, uh, a group, a gaggle. Cluster. A cluster. <laughs> Ew, I hate that. Oh my God. A cluster of people that make you feel fucking good. We have our own girl gang. Can you tell us a little bit about that? No, because I don't like talking about my personal life. Okay. Well, (laughs) right. Oh, well, can I? Yeah, go for it. (laughs) 
You talk about your girl gang, which I may or may not which be Which you pay your name not have branded apparel for. Oh, my God. All right. So one of my friends had a really brilliant idea. I won't tell you who she is. Uh, was to, it me? It, it was. It may or may not have been you. Uh, to create a girl gang. And that is uh, full of single, amazing women. And, and, and single is like pretty much the only rule of this gang. So when I started the gang, I did a little note to everyone saying like, hey, here's a group chat where we're going to post fun things that we want to do and like try and, you know, have a summer of fun. And like, you know, if you're up for doing fun stuff, this is the place to find people to do that with. The only rule is if you do go into a relationship, you need to quietly leave. Yeah, I did love that. It's like Jade writes, if you find a relationship, please quietly leave the group and don't make a fuss. Yeah. We don't want to know about it. We're not going to applaud you. No. Just back away slowly and quietly. Yeah. Get get the fuck out of our girl gang. So yeah, there may be some like toxicity in the group, but, but overall. <laughs> I actually kind of think like there's kind of a nice exclusivity about that because it means yeah. that you're not going to date some bozo. Because it compromises your ability to have fun with the best women in your life. This has actually been on my mind because I have had uh, time since we started the group where I've thought, should I lean into this guy? And then I've gone, nah. Oh, also dating is allowed within the rules. It's just like relationships that aren't. So it's like you can can date. Yeah, it's not a cult. But you're not going to get serious about someone unless they're worth it because you've got this squad of women and in our case, it's women because, like, that's who I tend to gravitate towards when I need emotional support. But it could be anyone in your squad. And, yeah, we, we've got these people in our squad, in our gang. Um, you that can say squad. are it's more totally fun <laughs> than this, this particular yeah. person that you're dating. So you choose to not get serious with them because it compromises your gang. Well, they have to be worth it. They have to be worth it. And also it's and not like... And if they like... are worth it, although I was like, please back away slowly and don't make a fuss, yeah. I would be secretly happy for you. Yeah, totally. And we'd still be friends. You just wouldn't be in the girl gang. Exactly. It's not like Jade or I would stop being friends if one of them got in a relationship. And I don't exclusively hang out with members of my girl <laughs> gang. Like I do have other friends. It's true. But anyway, so the point of this gang is to be around like-minded people who are single and living their best lives because sometimes when you are just hanging out with people who are coupled, it can feel like you're the only one who is single and it's really validating to be around people who are up to stuff. Yes. uh, Who are also not attached to someone. And have really great ideas for fun things to do. Yeah, totally. Um, So one of the things that someone put on the list, which I am so keen to do, I've only done it once before, is snorkeling. Dude. I've only snorkeled once in my whole life and I'm so keen to go and do some snorkeling. You're going to love it. I can't wait to take you to the pirate ship. Um, So the other cool thing about it is that, you know how sometimes on weekends, if you're in in a relationship, you might go do cool things. You never really feel like you're missing out because we do have so many exciting little adventures. So ours is called the summer of fun. So we come up with fun adventures to do and people can opt in or out if they're busy of each activity of each activity i believe when the group started it had a rule like if you miss three activities in a row but i think we've squashed that because yeah, it just that... was a little bit too mussolini yeah it was it fascist was, it was a little bit fascist yeah it was like more fascism <laughs> than fun back then but <laughs> back in jade's we're, we're fascist really days <laughs> Jade Jade moved to Frio and stopped being a fascist. Yeah. Um, Okay. So I want to also just back this 
with some fucking science. So this is from a Scientific American article. And what it says is that several large studies have found that friends contribute to a healthy life. For example, a famous longitudinal study of 15,000 septuagenarian Australians found that the size and strength of a person's circle of friends, but not necessarily their family, predicted survival a decade later. That's so interesting that you say that because I'm going to interrupt you to just be like, Please I haven't do. read the study, but here's my opinion. <laughs> um, I did read somewhere and it might have been a, the same study or it might have been another kind mm. of related study um, that your life expectancy is more um, is better predicted on whether or not you're in a book club than whether or not you're a smoker. Like it's like that social Dude. connection is so valuable that it's a stronger predictor of longevity than smoking or not smoking. So the moral of the story is start chain smoking and join a book club yeah. and you'll die. <laughs> but you're, you're even each club, other you out. You better not be a smoker or you're going to be in deep trouble. That is true. So this is interesting you say that, Jade, because the next sentence I was about to utter is that a 2010 meta-analysis found that in data across 149 studies, having strong relationships, whether friends or family, was as powerful an indicator in predicting longevity as smoking or abusing alcohol. There you go. Turns out I did read a study. No mention of book clubs, but uh, that's pretty... Maybe maybe book club is just an example of... Um, So now I want to talk about the proper dosage of friends, because this is what is really important. Like when we say, hey, get a gang, get a squad, whatever... Uh, synonym you want to use um, it can feel intimidating like oh I don't have 10 people or a billion people to add to my group but turns out quantity isn't that important so having a big social circle is not enough to reap the health benefits of friendship a large network is helpful in that you are less likely to overburden one or two core companions yet an abundance of needy or unhealthy colleagues impairs well-being so A psychologist called Shelley Taylor from the University of California says a person needs at least one confidant, more social ties are better than fewer, and less the networks are divisive. So the moral of that is that... If your friends are all fascists, you should probably have less friends. Is that what that means? Well, quality is better than quantity. Okay. And like, I love fascists. So... (laughs) I really want you to just list off a couple of your favorite fascists. I, uh, 2018 Jade, uh, <laughs> my mother. No, you're, you're definitely not a fascist. So, yeah, it's it's more important for you to find, even if it's just a couple of people, that you add into a group and say, hey, do you want to, like, start a little adventure club? And um, for those of you who are in Perth, WA, which I know is not all of our listeners, but mm. it's where we specifically are. Um, we've got summer coming. We've got this amazing outdoorsy lifestyle, um, which still allows for social distancing when we like at the moment we don't need it. But if it does come back, you know, we can still go for walks and we can mm. be outside, which is really nice. And we also have all the summer festivals coming. Um, the arts festivals are still running, mm. um, but with local artists. So we've got this opportunity um, to really engage with what's happening locally in a way that we previously have kind of overlooked. That's true. And I guess we feel a lot more grateful for that because it, it feels, yeah, it feels special it feels that we special. can. And I guess if you are in a place that is still restricted in your movements, your gang might involve um, joining together and watching 
a Netflix movie as a group. Yes, like that Netflix party where you can have yeah, the yeah. chat running down the side as you're watching. Yeah. Or I have done it with friends where we have a group chat going on our phones while we're watching. Mm-hmm. So you're getting real-time written commentary as you're watching the film. So it's like you're in the same room even though you're in completely different parts of the city or yeah. state. Yeah, and um, I think that's pretty cool. It's so cool. I've actually tried it with my family, which was really <laughs> funny because well, while we were in lockdown – and it was really funny because it took my dad three quarters of the film to figure out what was going on. Like okay. that there was a chat window. Oh my God. Because was like he... he started it, then put the film on and then forgot that the rest of us were still in this kind of chat party. Oh wow. So he wasn't in the party. He wasn't in the party. And we're like, dad, hello, you still there? Okay. So <laughs> don't invite Jade's dad to your gang. Um, and and like Bless I said, it, even if you can't get out there and physically be in a group of people, it can be nice just to have a Facebook group or something like that yeah. where you can dip in and say, hey, how is everyone going? Well, we do a, um, a FaceTime group chat mm. in the afternoons um, and a lot of us at that time of day, even though we couldn't walk together because we were in isolation, mm. we were a lot of people were out doing walks separately and so you'd just see the like, each person's local park or, um, you know, the sky behind them at different times of day. And then some people who, you know, there was a period of time while I was unwell because I got sick right at the start of March. Um, and, you know, behind me was just the couch. But then I got to see sky because some oh, of my friends were outside. Jay got to see sky. And... <laughs> like it was it was nice to have that video content as well like to actually yeah. feel like and and that regular checking because we were doing that every day oh. not everyone was in the group chat every I mean day. I wasn't invited to the group chats so um, I definitely wasn't in it <laughs> like I said I do actually have other friends it's okay I know <laughs> This is like the moment where Sarah realizes she's not my only friend. I just and thought you go either way. You don't exist when I'm not looking at you, <laughs> basically. Um, but yeah, like I feel like those kinds of things, when you have a, a group of people um, and they don't even have to know each other, you can introduce them to yes. each other. You can throw them together in, in, a, in a chat and see what happens. Which we have done yeah. with our gang slash squad. We've yeah. invited people who we feel like would be a good fit and um, – like-minded, same same kind of idea of what's a fun time. Yeah, totally. And also um, sometimes, like the other day when we had a hang, I think we, a few of us were feeling a little bit down about being single because every now and then sometimes you can feel down about it. Yeah, I swing wildly from being like, I have freedom. I have the best life. I never have to compromise. Yeah. And then I flipped to... My life is shit. I'm being left behind my friends. Yeah. And yeah. it's hard. Like I'm it lonely. is. The reality is that, you know, you can live an amazing, empowered life. And I feel like I do. I really do. But then, yeah, sometimes I'm like, if I died, would anyone notice? You know? Like, you know. I mean, you don't live alone. So, yes. Oh, definitely. I guess. I guess. <laughs> Would my dog just eat my remains? But I guess my dad would notice, so. I think so. Yeah, okay. So it's it's not that bad, but I don't know why my mind goes to that. But the other thing is I think that if you have a feeling that you want to connect with someone, you should just do it. Even if you may feel like you're not really close friends, this is how you get closer with people. It's mm. sort of making that first move, which can be really scary it's um, really hard as an adult. I think as kids, we do it. We used to do it all the time without even knowing 
that we were doing it. Yeah. Because as children, you're often just put in environments. Like you don't make a lot of conscious choices about where you're going for the day or who you're hanging out with, like your parents or your guardians or your teachers make those choices for you. Um, So you're just thrown into social environments and you have to introduce yourself to people. But then as an adult, that happens less and less. We tend to, you know, be on a path and we're in a workplace and we're in a social group and we're, we don't kind of mix it up that often. We don't get thrown into these kind of random situations. Yeah. So we're out of practice. Especially more and more now with people working from home. Yeah. But I think there is a thirst for connection. And I do think, like my mum always used to say, if you have a feeling someone likes you, they probably do. And that was in relation to romantic connections. But I think it applies to friends too. Mm. And if you have a little vibe that you would get along with someone, reach out to them. And I guess this is a... And well, for I, anyone that's a new listener, um, you may not have heard the story of how me and Sarah became friends, but she basically friend-stalked me mm-hmm. and started giving me presents and mm-hmm. hanging out with me in our shared office until we became friends. I didn't give you, like, multiple presents. She gave me a lot of presents. That makes me sound so <laughs> fucking desperate. I gave you a jumper, okay? A jumper. That she said, gave me an item of clothing. How intimate fucking hoodie but I anyway whatever but I did I recognized that Jade would probably be a cool person to be friends with she recognized that I'm inherently cool (laughs) I did but she was a little bit quiet so I sort of uh I did uh watch her a little bit and actually doesn't sound good when I explain it out loud (laughs) does it I watched her from afar from the bushes through a window and then I made my move and asked her out for coffee and it was consensual yeah. And um, yeah, and then we and became it was friends. Like at the other end of that, like as someone, like, you know, like I said, I'm out of practice of making new friends. And I was like, why does this girl want to take me out for coffee? Like, this is this is weird, but she seems cool. Let's let's go hang and see what happens. And we became really close friends. Yes, I don't regret it. And then I gave you a manuscript that said, fuck off and die with no context. And you oh, thought, does Sarah hate she me? She just sent me an email <laughs> with no subject, no message, and just an attachment that said, fuck off and die. And I was like, well... Either it's a death threat or a virus. I don't know which. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. So you could try that approach, I guess. Yeah, you just could definitely just tell, a threat to someone tell them to fuck off and die. <laughs> Today's question. Let's do this one because it's kind of on the same topic. I've been single for ages <laughs> and I'm fed up with dating apps. Is there any other way to meet people nowadays? Oh, my God. Is there? Yes, obviously. Well, you go to the beach, you pretend to drown, <laughs> the lifesaver gets you, and then you bone them. At this point in my life, most of the lifesavers are at least a decade younger than me. Oh, yeah, they're probably like kids. Ew. They are usually kids. I didn't think about that. <laughs> I think you're thinking of like 80s summer movies. I'm thinking of David Hasselhoff. Where you're a kid <laughs> and they're all kids. I forgot that I'm old. <laughs> So given that I was sitting in this room on my own while you were doing research for this podcast, mm. what did you find out? Um, so before we even get into the research, um, I have been thinking a lot about this lately because I have left the dating apps. Yes. Um, specifically because there was an ABC slash Four Corners report about how some of these apps are protecting sex offenders, essentially, people who have committed crimes on on dates with people that they've met through the app. Um, They've been reported 
by the victims. Yeah. And the apps, instead of being very proactive, working with the police and mm. reporting back to the victims to say this has been resolved and, you know, this is the outcome, they just kind of go, thank you for your report. It has been lodged in the system. Um, That's horrible. it just really scared me. And I just thought, why would I want to be engaged with and supporting a business model mm. that is allowing this kind of behavior to continue and essentially therefore condoning it. Mm. Um, So I've actually been thinking a lot about this topic myself lately. And it is harder because I think in this era of dating apps, we tend to rely on them more. We tend to think like, I think sometimes even like I've been in conversations where people are like, oh, I wonder if that guy's on Tinder. And it's like, well, you're here in real life. Like, yeah, is go there talk another to way you could, yeah. Is there another way you could assess his eligibility? (laughs) Yes. And I guess a lot of us are out of practice. And some of us, even some of my friends in their early 20s, have never experienced the dating world without dating apps. That's really interesting. Yeah. Like we remember a time when I would would drunkenly go up to some hot guy at a club. (laughs) The club. (laughs) At the club and be like, hey. And then, you know. And then make out a bit. Charm them and uh, you can imagine the rest. No, I can't. Can you tell me? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. No. Um, So, yeah, I think, like, it's something I've been putting thought into. Um, I did do a a little Google to try and make sure I didn't kind of miss any opportunities. But I did put together a little list. I love a good list. Yeah. And I think... As you kind of do, like, go through some of these options on the list, I think it's important to make sure that you are open to meeting people and one of the ways that you can make sure that you're not missing those opportunities is put your phone away. Oh, yeah. Um, so, like, if you're, you know, in any environment, like, you might be, like, waiting at a bar for a drink or you're standing in line to get into an event or whatever it is, mm. a lot of people, if they're on their own, will be on their phones But if you put your phone away, you've suddenly got an opportunity to talk, small talk with random strangers. I think that is so true. I've actually had a personal experience of that whereby when I was traveling around America, I was on dating apps and things weren't going well. I was sort of relying on those connections to boost my self-esteem and get validation. And then when I realized when I didn't get that, I fell apart. I realized I need to not be on the apps. Mm. So I got off the apps and then when I get got back to Australia, I was just really feeling good about being single and not being on the apps. And I was having so many conversations with people and I actually met at the time my boyfriend at a fucking shop just right. chatting and he asked me for my number. In fact, two people gave me their numbers And that had never happened to me before, like in that sort of succession. But I do feel like I was more engaged. Yeah. I was noticing people. Because you're you're looking in real life instead of going Mm. home and checking, swiping through an app. I was connecting more and looking more for prospects. Like, because there is sort of, I guess, it feels like when you are on the, I can't think of the word, but not on the hunt, but when you are interested. When you're open to possibilities. Yes. Okay. How do you say it without sounding predatorial? Thirsty. (laughs) When you're thirsty and you're not getting that need met on online dating, you do, you do start to see You almost force yourself into a corner where you have to open another door or another window or like look for something else. And it does feel more organic. Like talking to people IRL, you've got that 
initial sense of whether there is an attraction and there's a chemistry and then obviously you need to work out whether you're healthily compatible as well Mm. or you can just have great sex and move on or even sometimes just having some cute eye contact and that's all that comes of it yeah it's still a nice feeling it is so fun and it just reminds you that like you're a person that's moving through the world and being seen Mm. by other people and seeing other people and yeah um yeah so uh the first thing i would say on the list so that with that proviso of like be open to it put your phone away Mm -hmm. um and be you know make small talk with strangers go out on your own oh um and whatever you're comfortable with like not everyone like for me i'm not comfortable with going out for dinner on my own but I'm very happy to go for lunch or a coffee or on a my coffee. own. Yeah. Well, you know or I can go to the beach on my own or I can yeah. go to the dog park on my own. There's a lot of places I'm comfortable going on my own. So whatever that is for you, mm. do that. Because when you're on your own, you're more approachable. Yes. Also, then you're also living your best life instead of waiting for other people to facilitate your life for you. Yes. I like that. Another thing is when you do go out with your friends, so you get your squad together or, you know, whatever of your friends, try going to new places. Mm-hmm. Because then instead of seeing the same people you see every week, yeah. you're opening up opportunities to meet new and different people. Like that time we met people in finance. Yeah, like that. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> Let's not go there again. Yeah, well, we'll try a different place next time. <laughs> but it was fun. It was still fun. Try new hobbies, uh, classes, sports. Yes. Um, you know, if you're crafty, do a, do a craft class, do a workshop. Um, if you're sporty, join a team, join a gym. Join a social league. Swing dancing is good if you ever. It's really fun. And the people swing that dancing. the people that do swing dancing are just so lovely and I love their retro fashion choices. Okay. Do okay. some swing dancing. Yes. Aerial yoga. What? Um aerial <laughs> yoga. Okay. Um mixed basketball. S- mixed basketball. Scuba mm. diving classes. Yes. Hot um, scuba diving people. Like anything that you've ever wanted to try. Yeah. Take a class and it is an, again an opportunity to meet new people. The benefit is that you are learning a new skill and that is fucking fun and yeah. awesome. And if you happen to meet a person along the way, that's also great. Yeah. But you're still getting a huge benefit whether you do or not. Yeah. It's like a double whammy where you get to live your best life and mm. be open to opportunity. Yeah. Ask friends to set you up. Yes. I think most people know at least one single person. Yeah. If they can vouch for that that person is a good candidate, ask them to set you up on a date. That's a good idea. I know it sounds like a weird thing. Like a lot of people are uncomfortable with blind dates, but it's not completely blind because it's, you know, this person is being put forward by a friend of yours as someone who could be yeah. a possible match. Well, and they like... might not be, but all you've lost is like an hour of your time and a co- uh, $4 of coffee or whatever. Yeah. And I feel like in the olden days that a blind date was a lot scarier than now where you Facebook it's, talk it's less blind than meeting someone online. Yes. You know. Yes, and I, like it's likely that if they have some kind of connection to your social network or your family or your friends or your work colleagues, mm. that they're going to have things in common with you already. Yes, yeah, they're, they're a little bit vouched for and less likely to be a serial killer. Yeah. Which is a big plus in Huge my plus. book. I love not getting killed when I'm on dates. I enjoy it immensely. <laughs> um, the other ones um, that I'm going to put on the table – um, and I'm really interested to hear your take on this, is professional matchmakers and oh. speed dating. Oh, I've never done either. Have you? No. I feel like they're almost like the IRL equivalent of an app. Yeah. It's like you're still using someone else to kind of facilitate the dating. Yeah. And 
you've got kind of a random crowd, I guess, coming into that. But yeah, I've never actually done if, it. If anyone has done it, please let us know, especially if it's a woman, because I've heard of male friends that have done it and they said it was very, um, there were a lot more women there. Than um, men? Yeah. And obviously this is like was hetero, hetero speed dating? dating. Yeah. Like they didn't do a numbers check when they were taking bookings? I think they just found it harder to find men to do it that might have changed now but that's something that I think if you were going to do it it could just be fun to see it as an experience like Mm. I like to think of things as experiences like Like that social experiment like that time I went to a sex party and someone touched my boob the time that I went to a vagina singing class (laughs) that was an experience (laughs) I never want to have uh yeah um Um, and then you can just sort of go in like oh this is kind of let's just see how this goes this will be funny And you don't have that attachment or expectation to a result because I think when you are attached to a result, going on a date or whatever it is, that's when uh, you get disappointed. Yeah. And I guess that's the case with all of these options. If you can enjoy the experiences you're having on the way, it won't feel like so much of a chore. Yeah. Meeting people is such a, you can frame it as a chore where you have to go out and you have to go on dates and you have to meet people and it's such a drag. Yeah. Or you can frame it as like, oh yeah, I've got my pottery class and then I've got my scuba class and then I'm going to this speed dating event and like I'm just living my best life. Yeah, totally. You know? Yeah. And I might talk to some random strangers along the way. Maybe you'll meet Patrick Swayze and he'll put his arms around you while you <coughs> fondle that wheel of pottery. It's a reference to Ghost. Oh. Okay, it's a movie. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm much too young <laughs> it's to know It's a famous 80s about. movie. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, um, that's all of the suggestions that I've got. Have you got anything? Oh, else? I think he nailed that list. Thank you. Um, it's almost like I researched it. Yeah, right. I mean, I think that if you want to date and you're ready to date and you don't want to be on online dating, I think that's really self-aware. And I think there are ways to meet people in real life and it is possible it and, is also um, scary. I feel like we need to acknowledge that, that like when you are putting yourself out there and you are kind of doing new things, mm. like that takes a lot of bravery and yeah. it takes a lot of um, like you kind of, you have to feel ready to do it. Um, and I think that's why part of what you said about not putting the pressure on it to have an outcome where you meet the right person so much as just yeah. enjoy those experiences along the way. Yeah, totally. Can help you to kind of find it more enjoyable and less frightening. I think the one point you made about looking up from your phone, putting your phone away, I think that is probably my favourite. Even take a book with you or something if you want to have mm. something to do that's not sitting on your phone. Yeah. Um, if you're going out on your own and you're not super comfortable with staring at a wall. Um, I mean, I love staring at walls. Uh, last night, our friend uh, Ricky, I posted something to Instagram <coughs> about like, you know, when you're watching Netflix on your, on your computer and then you see your reflection and you look like shit <laughs> and it asks you if you're still watching and you're like, yes, I'm still watching. Fuck you, Netflix. <laughs> Don't judge me for my <laughs> this watching. This is all I do. Anyway, my, our friends uh, messaged me and said, do you know that's why the creator of Black Mirror called it that? Because that's the reflection you see when your device is turned off. I was like, whoa, whoa, mind blown. I wouldn't know because I've never turned my device off. Yeah, (laughs) that's what I thought too. (laughs) But yeah, so put away that black mirror. Yeah. Start staring at some walls. Get into real life. Experience experience (laughs) real life. Maybe sit in the window if if you can go to a cafe that has a window and read a book. 
And also, it seems like a very French way to kind of move through the world. I don't know. I'm not French, but like my, in my mind, that's what oh, French you're not, people do. They go to cafes and read books. You're not French? No. <laughs> um, the other thing, as someone that I'm pretty good at talking to strangers, as you know, and what I've found is there's a window. So as soon as I sit down, you've kind of got about five seconds to just say something like, oh, um, great coffee here or whatever. I don't know. And they will respond. But if well, you like leave your bag in the way, so you have to move and be like, oops, sorry. Yeah, and if you leave it too long, it's a little bit awkward. But even if they're just like, yeah, it's so great, and then you just sit down and don't say anything, that's totally fine. That's not that awkward. That was the opportunity there's to just connect a, if you were going to Yeah, there's a window. And you just say something, whatever it is, and people love it, in my experience. That's really good advice. <laughs> everyone just wants to connect, I think. Maybe not everyone. I mean, it's it's like a driving human need isn't yeah it? I, do, I do think people want connection and look it doesn't always have to be about someone that you want to fuck sometimes it's just nice to have a laugh with someone yeah be kind to strangers but not too kind ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Do you want to hear my quote? What is it? Hmm. Okay. Here's my quote. It's your story. Feel free to hit him with a plot twist at any moment. And that's from um, Instagram from Girls Building Empires. Ooh, what's your plot twist? You're really from France. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next time we do the pot, I'm just going to do it all in fluent French. You're going to do it like that Fly the Concord song, though, where you're just like, baguette, je m'appelle. <laughs> okay, so my quote is from the character Tony Lip from The Green Book, who's played by um, my uh, dreamboat future husband, Viggo Mortensen. And he says, The world is full of lonely people afraid to make the first move. Mm. So make the first move, baby. Make the first move. Yeah. This podcast was recorded on Wajuk Noongar Country in Perth, Western Australia. Our theme song was written by Naomi Robinson and Josiah Padmanabong. For more of our blogs or to check out our awesome shop, head to www.vodbook.com.
mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.